Okay, this is Inner City Press's podcast for today, Wednesday, March 31st, 2021, here in the Southern District of New York Courthouse. We're covering more than 10 cases, uh, including the aftermath of yesterday's life plus 30 sentence to Tony Hernandez, the brother of the president of Honduras. We'll get to that in a moment. But we're also covering the D.C. Uh, district cases on uh, the events of January 6th, a.k.a. Insurrection Blues. And we've just written a story about it because it's, it's getting interesting. The DOJ continues to expand the case. Basically, they've committed to arresting everyone that, that entered the Capitol. Uh, there are over 300 now. And they're also asking for extensions of time, even for those detained, because they're assembling an unprecedented trove of videos that they're calling discovery. Now, today, the lawyer, the federal defender for Mr. Brian Gunderson, it was basically a student in Armonk, New York, wearing a Byram Hills High School jacket in the Capitol. His lawyer, Mr. Ohm, federal defender, uh, objected to exclusion of time and also objected to this massive discovery data dump. He said, you need to tell me, as the defense attorney, what the charges against Mr. Omar and what evidence you'd be using, not just give out thousands of hours and say, you look through it. Mr. Bernie, the uh, AUSA from the D.C. District U.S. Attorney's Office, said, no, no, it's an unprecedented case. He's, there's another one going on right now where he's saying the same. Judge Ketanji Jackson, who's been uh, nominated to move up to the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals, uh, basically sided with Ohm. She said that, you know, discovery is uh, criminal rights are about individual criminal defendants, that just because there's a wider case uh, doesn't mean that this rights, uh, this defendant's rights including the tolling of time, get done. So she set up a second, a a next hearing. The government first wanted it later in May, then they wanted May 6th. It's going to be April 22nd. And I think this is a trend. I think this is a trend in which as DOJ uh, expands uh, the scope of these cases and tries to declare all of them complex cases, not only defense attorneys, but in many cases the judges of the district and one who may soon be an appeals court judge are going back old school, that these are individual cases. These are not just because you happen to be swept up in something larger doesn't mean you forego all your rights. So that's the, that's the legal schmiegel. Now, on the Honduras case, after the, 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 the sentencing yesterday, today we submitted a simple question for a request for comment on the implications of the brother of a sitting head of state being found guilty of importing, being sentenced to life and plus 30 for importing one 185,000 kilos of cocaine into the United States. We sent this to the U.S. mission to the U.N., right? This is an international issue touching on the United States. This is a, Honduras is a member state being sucked up to by the U.N., whose resident coordinator is posing with Juan Orlando Hernandez. We asked the U.S. mission and we asked the U.N. Now, the U.N., of course, it's no surprise. Totally corrupt under Antonio Guterres. They don't answer any written questions. The the spokesman is sitting in his apartment uh, fielding softballs from... uh, hand-picked state media. But the U.S. mission, I'm pretty disappointed. I'm, it's disappointing that the U.S. mission doesn't understand that one of its jobs, it can have other jobs, it can cavort with uh, the Chinese mission if it wants, who recruited spies in New York City to spy on Tibetans in Jackson Heights. It can party down maybe even with the Iranian mission that had an undisclosed consultant, Mr. Afrasiabi, uh, getting paid through the U.N. Federal Credit Union. But they need to ensure that the U.N. doesn't violate the First Amendment and ban a U.S.-based media. And they need to answer questions about countries like Honduras, Cameroon, and the, the corruption of Antonio Guterres, who seeks to get a second term by banning all opponents. Now there's six, uh, yours truly included, Emma Riley. We've just published 
uh, her letter to uh, the PGA's office and also the U.S. attorney, the, the, the U.S. mission. So who's more corrupt? Who's the most corrupt? Antonio Guterres. Who's colluding? Those named here. Well, we'll report any changes on this. To be continued, the four-minute drill, Matthew Russell Lee, Inner City Press.